Welcome to the RBA Returners Podcast, your number one source for all things Final Fantasy TCG, sponsored by Ultimate Guard. Six deck, and I wish it like actually was as good as, as it goldfished. But you know, I'm gonna fuck yeah. around with it for a while. I'm gonna fuck around with it. It's just um the nature of that deck, I think. Yeah. The element combo is fragile. Yeah. Incredibly. Incredibly. Um, so Sunday, King. Sunday. Because yeah, I had to go home and I didn't fuck John. We didn't get home. We didn't get home. I think I laid my head on my pillow at like three o'clock and I was like, fuck, I'm tired. But you were having fun on Sunday. I need to know. So I woke up on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I woke up Sunday, and I was just like, oh, I'm actually, god damn it, dude. This is going to be so funny. You're going to love this. So on Saturday, Kirka at dinner is like, yo, we're going to brunch tomorrow. You're going to love this. You know, you should come to brunch. You're invited. I told Alex Freddie you should come. I was like, okay. And Alex and I sit around, and Saturday night, dude, after a little bit, I could just get back, and I'm so tired right dude, yeah you probably like crashed i literally crashed my feet are on the runner and i like opened a beer and i think i drank like a quarter of the beer and then i just fell asleep on the fucking couch i was just like i was like it was such a long day like i'm just ready for tomorrow where i can just mm-hmm. relax and uh alex is like oh yeah they're uh they want to go to brunch in the morning and i was like well what time is brunch and he's like like nine and i was like Who, what the fuck nine is not brunch dude nine is breakfast <laughs> that's right. Brunch <laughs> like, is like noon. I was like, what? <laughs> so who the fuck goes to brunch at nine? He's like, well, they're trying to get out of here pretty early, I think. And I was just like, okay, okay, you know, makes you know, somewhere around nine makes sense. So I wake oh. up, and you know, wake up lazy Sunday. Look around; it's pretty late uh-huh. in the morning, but it's only nine something. I look at my phone; nothing going on on my phone. Uh-huh. I peek my head out in the hallway. I see Alex's keys are still on the thing and his door is shut. I go, all right, Alex is, you know. So I go to take a, I take a shower, right? Getting Mm -hmm. ready for, for this thing that's going to happen at some point. And I send a message to Kirka that says, what's the plan? Let me know at like nine 15. Okay. Um, when I get out of the shower, dude, Alex Uh, is gone. What? I look and like his, his like keys are gone, he's gone, and I'm like, I messaged him. And I go, brother, tell me you just left for brunch without me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was in the fucking shower, dude. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You were kind of tired from the day before. I didn't know if you wanted to go to. I was like, dog, I was in the shower. I was getting ready to go to brunch. He said, yeah, I don't know. He's like, yeah, you know. I'm like, what the? You, like, you heard me showering, brother. I was awake. My brother in Christ. I was awake. I could not have been more awake and getting ready. Uh, it was this whole thing, and then they they like messaged me like, "Oh, you could still come." Like forty five minutes later, and I was like, well, "Brother, like, yeah, thanks. I'm not coming now." My brother uh, in Christ. So so then. Uh, this is this ridiculous thing happens. Um. Anyway, oh my God. we decided we're gonna go to Tawas, uh, because Rice and Bird and Sam Tool uh, and Gabe are still in town. So yeah. 
we go over to Tawa's place. Uh, uh-huh. He's got a great, nice little place. And we were cubing. We cubed with Brian Garrity's cube. Um, oh, that, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Did a little eight-man cube. Then uh-huh. uh, we split into some board game teams. So we had, like, uh-huh. uh, I was playing Marvel United, I think it is, X-Men United, which is, yeah. like, the, it has the little minis, and you move them around to a few different, like, boards, and it's, like, uh-huh. a PvE thing. So we were playing that. Uh, that was the thing that you helped <laughs> uh, Galley bring, like, a whole truck yeah. full. Yeah. I saw you show me that Robert Kelly token, that son of a bitch. I literally was going through the tokens, and I was like, oh my god, this son of a bitch. And <laughs> Ryan's like, what, Robert Kelly? I was like, I'm sending a picture to Chris, and he'll know exactly who this is. That, that mutant-hating son of a bitch. <laughs> we were just talking about this no-good, dirty rascal. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. we were playing that. There was some uh, there was some One Piece going on. There was some Power Rangers going oh, on. There was the some... Uh, or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was some uh, Final Fantasy going on, of course. We watched uh-huh. a little Game of Thrones, dude. And it was just a nice, like, because we did our tournament all in one day on Saturday, Sunday was just for the homies, dude. Ah, oh, that's the best kind we of We were Sunday. just hanging. Like, people didn't have a flight until Monday. It was literally like a full day of, like, let's hang out, play some games together, then we'll go get some uh-huh. big lunch. Then we'll come back, we'll play some more games, we'll like watch our shows and shit. You know, we were just having a good time. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we were having such a good time, in fact, that there's eight of us, right? Okay, so we just fired a cube. There's eight of us. Uh-huh. We go, we're going to lunch. All right, guys, let's go. Let's split up to go to lunch. I start walking towards my car, and Alex comes with me. I'm like, all right, man, uh, you know, like, we'll come back in the car, we'll pick up two more people. And then Bird, uh-huh. Bird, and. Um, who did I have? I had Bird and I had maybe it was Brian Garrett. I love me some fucking Bird, by the way. Bird I love is Bird. the greatest. I had Bird maybe Bird and Brian greatest. in my car. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, alright, that's four, dude. They're like, we're going with you. I'm like, okay, cool. So we saddle up and we start driving and then we get a message from Rice. It's just like, no way you guys fucking left me here. So <laughs> that's the fucking, just that's the like game for just like earlier in the day. How I had just been left in the shower by Alex Hesper. Uh We had just left. Rat Rice went to the bathroom, and we literally all left, got in cars, and drove away. Dude, the oh other car God. left with three people in it. I was like, guys, this is on you. It, and nothing Dude, triggered like in your brain. Like nothing triggered in your brain. Someone- was there like the neighbor's kid like looking through the car? Yeah, dude. Like they there's counted him as rice. Yeah, like there's eight of us, bro, and you got three <laughs> people in your car, and you're like, we're good to go. Like <laughs> math checks out, dude. I don't know what the fuck. He's... But yeah, Holy so shit. it was. It was just one of those, dude. We had a really good time. Uh, you know, I made sure people got to the airport with a, a little ride if they needed it. Nice. Uh, and that was that, man. You know, just a nice little cap on a great weekend. Dude, absolutely. That said, sounds mighty fine, but not as fine as being back for oh, the we're next back? episode of the RVA Return. This is entrapment. This is this is <laughs> entrapment. You didn't think I could find a segue in there somewhere? You thought I was just going to sit idly by and listen to your fun Sunday while I was here at home working, being a tired boy? No, I saw right through it, and we're back. We're here, back in the saddle, back on the case. It's been a while, John. Not too long, but, I mean, it's been, what, a few weeks? Long enough to keep them wanting, Chris, to, to make them hungry. Get a yearn and deepen their plums. 
for another episode. But John, we have so much great shit to talk about this week. I can't stand it. Like I am. It's a good week. I am. I am just overflowing like a like a kettle that's just whistling, ready to be poured into the cup with the tea bag, dude. Like we have so much happening. We've got you know we some spoilers have started, some great news coming over the horizon. We're coming off the the heels of an amazing you know lo- one of our series events. Just just <laughs> a series nothing. of series at this point as well. Uh, there, there's a series of series, yes, <laughs> but John, it's nothing. It's all aces. It's all just great. It's all good news. Literally just good news coming at us from every direction. I, I can't stop it. I need, I need something negative just to keep me humble, to keep me grounded. <laughs> I'm but, like I'm like searching for drama from this weekend, and I can't find any. Jesus. Yeah, oh, goodness, yeah. I cannot find any drama from this weekend, bro. I'm looking for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, like, feed it to me, please. If you, have, if you have some secret drama, can you please tell me? Like, yeah, that, yeah, like what? Yeah. In the parking lot, something. Tell us something, because like it's all like John. I'm scared. I'm scared of how good all the news is. The what? I'm the, the wall. Bernie, yeah. Bernie. <laughs> God damn it! I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready because we haven't even introduced ourselves. We didn't even. I'm your host, Adams, Ace Detective, with me on the case <laughs> as always, John Schreiner, with this with just a fucking heat. You're so quick this week. Dude, I'm. You know what, dude? I, I have this newfound like clarity, like this new freedom, like the weight of everything has been lifted off of my shoulders because yeah. uh, Saturday's over. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. just like it's just like a massive project has been executed and was completed, mm-hmm. and I'm on the other side of it, smiling on a grateful universe. Like it just feels good. Absolutely, and it was it was a perfect weekend. It was a very John, it was probably the most nostalgic weekend of. It really felt much, like 2019 or something, didn't it? It did. Like, like, like we had even, all the returners there out of retirement. You were in the back room with one Austin Archer just hanging and an Adam dude, Lane on the mic with dude, you. I thought I was fucking like I. I was looking for like a newspaper or something for the dates for the, with a date <laughs> on it. Like just to make sure that I wasn't back in 2019. I mean, it pretty was much the only like, thing telling you that you were in 2022 were the cards on the table, dude. Like Pretty much. I was literally waiting for Steven Arvaleta to open a fucking candy bar when it was dead silent. Just like everybody was there, dude. Like this was, it felt so good. And while I've been like energized and I've been excited, you know, especially once the re-raises started Mm -hmm. like this, this was that thing that I needed to really get over that next hump. And it was just like, man, that this still is, this still exists. This is like, it was, it was a perfect weekend. Yeah. That's the only way to describe it. I, um, it's a lot like the the weekly, right? It's mm-hmm. something where I looked around and I saw the job that was being done, and it's not mm-hmm. that I didn't like things about the jobs that were being done. Um, it's not yeah. that I haven't thoroughly enjoyed people's executions of of what they do, but I just yeah. said there's things about it I could do or that I want to do that I don't mm-hmm. see being done, and uh, yeah. so I'm going to do it my way, and that's what we did with the online weekly, I and did it worked it out. My- Exactly. And so for this, I was like, how do I make this like local event um, 
you know, and make it like yeah, there are there are, let's just say there's like a lot of things on my bingo card, right? And I'm looking yeah. to get it all and without being too mm-hmm. greedy. And I think we pretty much got there. You know, it was yeah. something that I, I think was the people at the top benefited greatly. You know, um, there was a chance for you as the everyman to benefit pretty greatly. The, some of those uh-huh. raffle items we had were rare items, Chris. Like, I mean, there were people who were coming up, like, who were, like, the 12th or 13th pick, like, in the second or third group. I think Sam Prime looks at me at one point, and he goes, hey, the, nobody's taking those? He's like, can we take those? And he's like, yeah, man. I mean, everything up here has got a different value to different people, right? Like, uh-huh. like you might be like, wow, that's the Crystal Cup deck box from the Lightning Crystal Cup from 2019, like, and that means something uh-huh. to you. And some other guy's uh-huh. like, yeah, I don't really like Lightning. That deck box yep. has a chocobo on it. looks pretty cool. Like, uh-huh. you know, everybody... The thing I like about a raffle table like that is everybody just kind of walks away from it with uh, something they wanted and they're happy kind of thing, you know? Uh-huh. And there's just, like, a lot of little things where, um, uh, you know, with, with specifically with the re-raises, I didn't like the way things were done at some of the ones I went uh-huh. to. Um, I think maybe James Lockwood's event is the one where I would say... I was just very happy with it, and that's how like things should be. And I think yep. people will notice a lot of similarities between the way James and I run our events. I've never not had a good time at a Lockwood event. Same, and that and that goes back to like nostalgia, right? Like you, you, when you think of like Final Fantasy trading card game, like if you look over the years, like not to not to fucking toot our horn, but it's true. Like you think, you know, RVA Returners, Cards of Evilise. And then you can throw some other names in there. Like if you go back old school, you got like Joker, maybe Meta Potion. Yeah, yeah. Meta Potion. Absolutely. So like there's these old household, like this old guard, even Matt Rice, at six sage gaming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's some shit, like, it, I don't know. Like, but like you said, there is just these certain aesthetic touches that you want to have. Like it, it's, you run the tournament that you want to play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really it, right? That, I'm glad you said it that way because it's like, yeah, you're like, yeah, we had a great time, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, man, I I like worked, and there's this real big sense of FOMO while you're doing it, right? Of like, man, yeah. I'm just like working right now, and like I don't have the time to enjoy, and I feel kind of uh-huh. bad when like, like I said to a couple of people, hey, if I got in like three or four sentences with you, it was honestly a treasure and a treat. And it made me really uh-huh. happy. And I don't want you to feel like I didn't have time for you because I didn't have time for anybody. <laughs> but like, oh, I dude. wish I could have spent more time with everyone. Like, even when I would run in, it's so funny rewatching the VOD. Like, uh-huh. I, I like come running in the room. I like say two or three things and I'm like, okay, I gotta go. Or like, I like make a comment from over the, the monitor or something. It's like, dude, I want to be, I want to be playing too. And I want to be commentating too, you know, but I, I want to have my fingers and everything. But, um, Somebody's got to got to run it, and I'm so glad that now I don't have to run it anymore. Maybe question mark, uh, not to get ahead yeah. of the news. <clears throat> well, absolutely, and that was fun too, John. Right? Like, is that the thing at dinner? Like the the convert the the first word I heard from everybody's mouth when you know after after we did the obligatory hug, it was I, did, I it was like I wish I got to see you more because I mean I was I. You know how it is when I do commentary, man. I, I try to take as few breaks as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I like to keep the 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 stream engaged, and we did a really good job of that. We had a lot going on between the break key and everything. And well, again, I don't want I don't want to put the cart before the horse. We have a lot to talk about, but I agree with you. Right on the money. I, I wish I got to speak with people more. 
Um, and who knows? Maybe all those opportunities will be coming up again soon. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. We we have like that's the that's like the good like nice cookie crumble bottom of all this pile of good news. And John, there's only one place where we can find all of this amazing information, this positive information. No, no, um, you know, there's no nothing hurtful here. We're not spinning any kind of you know fascist you know agenda. We're we have just nothing but the good stuff, and you know where you get the good stuff, John. Dude, none it's of it's not fake. Just the stuff. None of it's <laughs> fake. It's very much real. It's the news. All right, and first up, as always, which we are oddly enough off the heels of, John, I need you to take the podium, grab your documents, your paperwork, and let everybody know what's going on in the Octagon State of the Union. All right, well, that's sir. A, that's a thick pile of documents. Oh, yeah, I've got them today. It's, was uh, that construction paper? Or what was that? <laughs> this is actually a pile of deck lists. From, uh, oh, jeez. Oh, I mean, these are my doc, my uh, my documents about the State of the Union. I see this one has an A-plus on it, and that's how <laughs> I know the, docu- the State of the Union, Chris, is A-plus. Um, Damn right it is. Yeah, everything's going great. We just fired off number 170. Uh, Travis took mm-hmm. another one. It's funny because, you know, this is, I think, uh, a good lesson to anybody who's like, oh, man, I just can't do this or that. It's like, well, if you stop just saying I can't do this or that. And you just keep putting yourself in the position where it could happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen, right? So it's like, Travis, like the only way to get better at playing on stream in my event, the only way to win on stream in my event, the only way to win my event, it slowly just it's becomes this play. better, and this bigger and bigger goal, right? It's to play in my mm-hmm. event. And so he's been playing more and more on the weekly and um, now this is like his third win, I think, in almost as many weeks, uh-huh. you know, in like the last two or three months, he's taken three of these weeklies. And uh, that's all. It could be you, Chris. I mean, we say that time and time again. It could be you. Here is, here is yet another person who has climbed the totem pole of the uh-huh. RBA Returners Weekly and gotten themselves a shiny prize at the top. So, um, again, it could be you. Prizes. It has been many yous. In many cases, we have a wide variety of winners. Please, don't, I mean, don't think it's always the same people, man. It really is not. No, um, it, it's so come on. Almost, by. I feel like almost every couple of weeks it changes. Unless Chocobo Joe decides he wants to start playing again, he the man is the model of consistency. I mean, Chocobo Joe signs up every you know all the time, almost every week. He was here this week, but That's true. You know, I'll tell you, the winners still are quite varied. So. Swing yeah, on by, it could be you. Um, but yeah, things are just going great over there. Um, things go he so great it. over there these days, guys, that I'm confident enough to run a major in-person event. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah, so I appreciate out. and, uh, uh, of course, always admire everybody who helps me run and participate in those Octagon events, and they're not stopping anytime soon. No, absolutely. We love to see it. Well, that, that's done, John. We are, uh, it, you know, Opus 18, as weird as it sounds, is kind of right around the corner. But before that even happens, John, I believe we've got a, um, we've got the next uh, starter deck coming up. We've got the next two-player set, which this time it is, you know, Noctis and the Boys 
versus Arden in what seems like just the captains. But, uh, <laughs> Arden and but, um, the men. <laughs> Noctis and the boys. Arden and, Arden the, Arden men, and the men. Exactly. And I believe the Noctis half of the deck was spoiled the last time we did a podcast, but I don't know. I don't think we went over these cards because I, I think I would remember discussing these cards with uh, with the Ryan Chen. Probably, so, dude. Yeah, because uh, all I know is that I'm an Earthwind gamer, dude, and uh, the boys are back in town. Dude, the boys <laughs> seem <laughs> really <laughs> good. <laughs> so yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, did I ever show you the music video that I made to the boys? Oh, back you in sure did. I was gonna it's say that's that's required viewing if I haven't. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Well, speaking of required viewing, let's talk about the. Uh, we're gonna go over the Noctis side of the deck first, mm-hmm, and we're gonna mm-hmm. with the face card, the man himself. We have Noctis. He is a four CP seven K. Uh, he is wind. He is earth. He's an EX burst. Job Prince. Um, his EX burst is when Noctis enters the field, you may search for one job retainer and add it to your hand, which literally says, "Search for the boys." <clears throat> but this 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 second ability is what really makes him just a fucking pure just ungodly tank of gasoline uh when a wind or earth forward other than noctis enters the field choose one forward opponent controls the forward that entered the field deals damage equal to its power to the chosen forward this effect will trigger once per turn holy shit yeah John, brother. this guy like this guy this guy on the board play a sophie mm-hmm. fucked <laughs> yeah it's um it's like you play a Sophie, and then like the whole Sophie deck already doing everything it wants to do is just getting additional triggers. Uh-huh. It's yeah, um, not it's not a fight. Going. It's one way. It uh-huh. deals damage equal to its power, right? It's just uh-huh. like, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he only triggers once a turn, but like you said, the Sophie okay. thing is like, okay, Sophie's out. And now I play my five drop. I trigger Sophie. I trigger Noctis. You know, uh-huh. and it's just so much removal. It's efficiently baked Massive into tempo swing. these snowball effects on these guys who already get you value back when you play them. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. sign me up. Yeah, he's just a good card. And the mm-hmm. fact that it's a burst that lets you, you know, he's a 2CP7K, of course. Um, so now let's go over the boys. Like, Noctis is great. Like that. That is a. That is a good. That's right. (laughs) Roll call. (laughs) Old G twelve gladius. Yes. Yes. No, dude. I I I think this episode might have to be called Boys Twelve because there are more boys in this episode than anything else. Hold on, hold on. I have to count to see if there have been twelve spoiled (laughs) boys, dude. (laughs) Now you're gonna feel a little prick. Titan, dude. <laughs> you, you Victor, keep that Abraham H. Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so funny. Let me tell you about the well, boys. I, well, I'll tell you right now. Like uh, Gladio is definitely B eleven, who is in love with Noctis, who is definitely B seven. <laughs> um, so, well, let's let's hear about the boys, indeed. All right. So first up, we've got Gladio. He's a five CP nine K. He says, if you control a card named Noctis, the cost required to cast Gladio is reduced by three, making him a two CP nine K. So that, that's already a pretty good ability because there are Noctis backups, which I think is really cool. Um, if Gladio deals damage to a forward, the damage increases by two thousand instead. So he's already playing well with this new Noctis. And then at damage three, he becomes a ten K with Brave. Okay. Just a fucking big beefer. 
is what this guy is. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. like a 2 CP 10k with Brave. And if he deals damage to a forward, it's extra dead? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. And it's just, just a simple card with real simple things. Like, he becomes, you know, I think, and John, stop me if I'm wrong, but I think we're in certain situations, we're moving away from like the card needs to do something when it comes in. Whereas this guy comes in and immediately just becomes just a fucking wall. Yeah, because and he's like, just efficient. Now you've got to get to, over this. Yeah, yeah, it's like we had to make sure that he had that right, like, cost power yes. ratio. And it turns out it's yes. 2 CP for 10K Brave. Is the ratio I'm looking for? <laughs> that is that is the right price, if you ask me. And uh, so, moving on to the next boy to to to, to B six who picks up sticks over here, uh, we've got a new Ignis, a new Iggy boy. He's in win this time, John. He's a four CPA K. Oh, by the way, all the boys are job retainers, um, except course, Noctis, who's a prince. Um, so Ignis says, uh, the card named Noctis, card named Gladio, and card named Prompto you control gain. This character cannot be chosen by your opponent's ability. So fucking shields up over the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Ignis or a card named Noctis you control attacks, activate all the characters you control. It's so disgusting that you get two every attack oh step. God. You get the Ignis Holy attacks, shit. everything activates, then Noctis attacks, everything <laughs> activates... Brother, absolutely cracked. My brother in Christ. Fucking these, like, the, nuts. These, these guys just are... Dude, Wind and Earth is already such an efficient element combination. This dude. is uh, dangerous territory. Like To me, the only thing that makes these guys not like instantly good out of the box is mm-hmm. if there's just like... I don't know if it's like too expensive to get the pieces out. It just doesn't feel like it could possibly be too expensive to get the pieces out. And um, I don't know, maybe I mean, this is just like a staple starter, and we've been seeing that pattern. I mean, besides the four starter, yeah. which is in like getting a little bit of pickups here and there, uh-huh. but seven was out of the box, staple competitive deck. Um, yeah. Ten, out of the box, multiple staple competitive decks. I think mm-hmm. that this could just be as pushed as it seems and just be a good staple competitive deck. The boys. And what's crazy? Yeah, and what's crazy here, and you know me, I've been down for the boys since day one. But what I like about this Ignis, it's very, very good when you read it. But it, it, I also like the fact that now you have to think about the old Ignis that's searching for your Noctis mm-hmm. that gives all the boys brave in 1K with a really good S ability. So now it's like, are we playing like splits? Are we like Iggy in the deck up? Like, I love when cards like this, when both versions are super good for the archetype. Because now you've got to, like, think, and you really got to really get in the lab and start tinkering and toggling. So I'm a huge fan. I'm glad this card doesn't suck. Because well, I want to think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you already know other Iggy's got Overwhelm, which is just a good S ability. So it's just like, yeah. oh, wow, I'm not uh, punished at all for playing one of him or, you know, seeing exactly. these guys in. Yeah. And then the last boy, the best boy, our boy Prompto here, is another win forward. He's a 2CP 5K uh, job retainer. Um, if you control a card named Noctis, Prompto gains plus 3,000 power and haste. And when Prompto attacks, if you control a card named Ignis and a card named Gladio, you just get two peels off the top of your deck. Draw two cards. Um, at damage three, when Prompto enters the field, you may search for one card named Noctis, one card named Ignis, or one card named Gladio and add it to your hand. 
that's a lot of good text on this card. He's gonna if you have the if you have the squad assembled. If, if the, uh, damage if three, there's a roll call, brother. Let's just that's right. Damage three is the roll call. I love it. I fucking love it, dude. This card's very very good. Uh, big fan, big fan of all these boys. It's 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 the right cost. But you know him being a two CP. I want. I'm trying to think if there's something in Winder like that really pays. You only having him be only costing two CP really. What am I trying to say? I just lost my train of thought. I, got Dog, I don't know. You're just going to play again. him for two. You're going to play Gladio for three. You're going to attack with your fucking Noctis and activate all five of your backups. Like, I don't even. Yeah, yeah, uh... yeah. There's nothing. There's not much else to it than that. You're just going to slam ass. They're in their four seater ass beater, cruising seem... <laughs> across the country. They also seem very, very good with just like you said, the two CP or four CP backup Noctis. Noctis. Yeah. Multiple Noctises. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, just like, uh, just the fact that the prompter becomes like what two CP eight K haste, even yeah. before we talk about his attack trigger or search damage trigger, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you just have a Noctis on the back line, yeah, and yeah. Gladio same just becomes like a two CP uh-huh. chonker with a Noki mm-hmm. on the back. I mean, That's right. yeah, like <laughs> seems like good news to me, dude. Dude, I'm here for it. The good news. And then we, we're, it's not over yet, John, because we do have a uh, new summon. It's a new Titan. Which by, the, which, by the way, I like this card, too, because this is one of the, another one of those cards where I, this might actually be, is this the first 15 summon that we've gotten? Or mm-hmm. have we seen another one? I because this, this is, is relevant. Because that's relevant with the two CPE experts knocked this forward because he cares about 15 cards, uh-huh. not characters. So, like, yeah, again, well, there, there's so many angles to the 15 stuff you can do. But he's a three CP summon. Um, if you category 15, if you cast Titan, you may remove one forward in your break zone from the game as an extra cost. Choose one forward, deal damage equal to the power of the forward removed by the extra cost. It's fine in the starter deck, but I don't know. I don't know if this card's going to be. I mean, summons are on Earthwind are already. I don't kind of know, brother. Space. I, I, I don't know. The rate on this is insane. Like three CP. Sell me on it. Sell me. Elevator pitch right. me on this one. You really remove one forward from your break zone as an extra cost, right? So you're just going to pay three, and then you're going to be like, "Oh, look at my, you know, nine K Gladiolus that is just extra mm. in my break zone." 3 CP removed from yeah, the game. Yeah, that's true. 9K your thing mm. for 3 CP in Earth. Okay, now, now you're pretty talking good. to me. I mean, because we're willing to play 4 CP Cactuar in these Earth decks just to be able to point uh, at one thing and true. kill it, right? Like, in true. a pretty clean way. Because we don't want a Hekka because Hekka, like, makes our guy vulnerable as well. And a combat trick gets him out of it. But this doesn't because the guy is, like, it's just checking the power of the removed card. It's not using somebody who's in play. Okay. See, that, that's what I need to hear. I need to see stuff like that. So there. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I'm in. I'm definitely in. Stop drilling. You've struck oil. It just seems cheap enough for a kill in decks that find a lot of value a lot of the time. Hey, I'm here for it. Yeah. I am definitely here for it. So John, now we move. We we switch gears and we go over to the other side of the deck because we finally got to see the Arden side of which again. A lot of this shit started coming out today. So, like, there's just so, yeah. again, the Not a lot of stuff on. we just looked at, but, yeah, um, we were a little behind on that. But this other half, all today. Yeah, this is all hot off the presses. So, we finally got to see the Arden half. So, he's a um, so he's a 4CP 9K, uh, Fire Lightning. 
Um, Job is chief minister. He has brave. And his text is when a forward is placed in the break zone from the field. The next time you cast a forward this turn, the cost is reduced by five and it cannot become zero. This ability triggers once per turn. There is so much shit you can do with that. And mm-hmm. we'll get back on that. Then he has an S ability, uh, Phantom Destruction. For S, Fire, Lightning, and Tap, choose a forward. It loses all abilities until the end of the turn and break it. John, this card is solid. Um, it's not... It, there's so many different angles you can you can play with this card, right? Like he, I think he plays really, really good in like Kingsglaive stuff. Now, granted, that, that and that already opens up a new avenue because now you're in fire to play with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys, all they do is break themselves, and now you've got you know you can start playing some haymakers just for breaking your stuff. Um, but also it counts your opponents forward, so you can like kill a guy, play man in black for one. Get the summon back that you just used to kill the guy, and just you're that's again more another like really solid tempo swing there. Yeah, you play your fail Thanos for two after you secure yeah. a kill. Like seems like a seems good price really for that good. guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, <laughs> me and Irving were talking about playing jamming a fucking hog log for four after you kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, dude, Nidhog for four might be broke. But, like, mm-hmm. there's some really cool shit you can do with this card. And, like, he's, I mean, he's a good costed BFA body. BFA for two in color. Dude, BFA for two. Uh, fucking, trying to think there was another one uh, that we Nail were talking Nail for one, about. get two cards. Nail for one. Yeah, like, Sephiroth um, for two, if you're going rainbow, brother, taste it. Taste yeah. the rainbow. See, nom, 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 nom. We're going wild berry Skittles over here. But I like this card a lot. I think there's um, some really neat stuff. And that's... uh. Let's go ahead and get his roll call. He's got a lot of captains. Captains are kind of the thing. Let me tell you about his boys. Um, let me tell you about his boys. Um, and the first one might actually be my favorite card on his entire side. We're talking about a new Glocka, uh, Job Captain, which will be a theme here. Uh, he's a 3CP7K lightning forward. Uh, when Glocka is placed in the break zone from the field, you may search for two Job Captain cards with different card names and add them to your hand. And then he has Dahl, place Glocka in the break zone. Choose up to two forwards and Dahl them. John, this might actually be my favorite card in the whole starter deck for a couple reasons. One, there's some pretty relevant captains. Um, you know, you've got Ranjit, who's one in fire. You've got uh, the Homer pick, Opus 2 Bosch. He's not relevant. I just felt like I had to say it. Um, yeah, I was going to say, Chris, I feel like of Ravis. Be... <laughs> Chris, you're going to be stretching from the first one you I... name. <laughs> There's a no, lot no, of relevant really captains. Allow me to list the three captains that we currently have in the Final no, Fantasy well, you know, yeah, You've got you've got <laughs> other copies of Glock. You've got the copies of uh, Revis, which is three. You've got... Um, and then if you oh, look the at copies Earth, of Ravis, got... Chris, those can you recite what any of them do without looking it up on FF10? Uh actually yes, because a couple of couple of the other versions actually get played in Kingslave decks. Um specifically the the newer one. But um anyway, there's a new one in this we'll get to. Uh but then if you're if you decide to play this guy like in an Earth list, you have access to like core. So but the big thing is is the fact that he dies, you basically get four CP out of it. Yeah. Um, and that like that's huge. What you know, even if you're just looking for CP in the deck, like this this guy is going to draw you some cards. Um, and the fact that he can get another copy of himself is huge. Um, the fact that he searches them he, out of the deck is really crazy. I feel like Lightning uh, is normally right. like happy to get those guys back for you, like a VV or a Black Waltz thing, or like any of their right. recursion cards. But yeah, that's just really also, good. And then also too, the fact that you dull put him in the break zone. 
So you're triggering the fight. Like I'm playing this guy in Kingslave, like no matter what, because that's where he's that's where he belongs. Mm-hmm. Like you dull this guy, you you crack this guy, dull two things, Noctis triggers, dulling another thing, and then you're gonna draw two cards effectively. Yeah. Like cards very, very good. Like and again, you know, I'm being facetious when I say there's a lot of relevant captains. There's like one for Fire Lightning. Like Ranjit mm-hmm. is one to look at for this card. Yeah. But I think just the other copies of himself are good enough yeah, to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a new Ravis. Yeah. Which, speak of the devil, we'll get to, we'll do him next. He's a uh, fire. He's in fire this time. It's a new Ravis. He's a four CPAK, also job captain. Uh, when Ravis enters the field, you may remove two job captain cards from your break zone. When you do so, choose a forward, deal it 10,000 damage. And then at damage three, Ravis gains 1,000 power. Yeah, he just comes into play and kills the guy, huh? Yeah, seems pretty good. Yeah. Seems, seems good to me. Then we've got, uh, so it's not a captain, but we've got another four. We've got a new Aranea. So Dragoon players, listen up. She's a 6CP 9K with haste and first strike. So 9K with first strike built in is pretty good mm-hmm. right off the bat. And she's a burst. So she, um, when RNA enters the field, choose a forward of cost three or less your opponent controls or, and breaks it. Um, at damage five, when Aranea enters the field, choose a forward of cost five or less your opponent controls and break it. So. She's going to burst for three, which three is a relevant number. you got your twins. You've got all your avalanche operatives. Um, she's really good. And uh, at damage five, she's going to kill two things. And, John, at damage five, being able to play her for one CP off of Arden seems pretty cracked, if you ask me. Dude, you're literally going to be like, huh, uh, well, I need to win this game. I'll play my haste first strike 9K that's going to get two of your guys out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, yep. uh, definitely a closer at Dragoons is going to love this card, because I don't think they give a shit about mm-hmm. any of the existing RNAs, to be honest. Like, no, you, not at all. Yeah, you play the 4CP to technically play the what the 1-2CP mm-hmm. Dragoon that you want to play uh, mm-hmm. from your discard pile. No way, dude. This is absolutely going in there, because it's a closer. She gets yeah, coffee. Yeah, it's a burst. Dude, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is like, you're thinking, man, the Arden, yeah, he probably has synergy with some cool stuff. I mean, look mm-hmm. no further, dude. You're going to be doing things like, I'm going to crack my Glauca, right, in order to dull mm-hmm. two forwards. Oh, by the way, trigger Arden. Oh, by the way, I'm going to search for two captains. So now I'm going to play one of the captains I just searched for off of the Arden. Oh, look, you know what? I think I'll play my Ravis for one CP and just kill a guy. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll play my this Arnea for one CP and kill a guy. <laughs> To, yeah. you know notice Very, the theme right. yeah yeah big fan and uh, i do like there's another card in this starter deck john we got a backup in this one we've got a new idolis he is a um, um i i believe it's job emperor yeah it should be emperor um yep and he's a fire backup six cp when idolis enters the field choose one fire forward of cost four or less in your break zone and just play it onto the field pretty strong and then absolutely and then for doll put him into the break zone choose a forward and just Slap it for 7k. I'm glad that he has uh, some use on the way in and on the way out. That's a yeah, you know, the hallmark of a good backup. That's right. And it, yeah, it's six, it's a little pricey, but pay, pay, you know, play this guy off of four backups, go to five, fucking surprise he in out of the break zone. Look who's coming in twice. Well, the thing you know is, it's I mean? literally free, right? Because you're playing yeah. a four drop out of the break zone, 
and uh -huh. normally it would cost you like the card in hand so you're like playing the four drop uh -huh. without playing you know without getting rid of that extra card from hand uh, uh -huh. but you're also developing this backup so yeah yep. it's very very efficient and also you can like pitch the forward that you want to play as part of playing him like paying for uh -huh. him and in that case it's like exactly the cost of playing that forward except you just create uh -huh. a backup for free because like you know you're going to play Hien, let's say or, or, or better, mm -hmm. much better examples. Magissa, the new Magissa deck. I say Perfect. new, but you know what I'm saying. The one that mm -hmm. uh, Willow just won the event with. So mm -hmm. on turn one, you just pitch Magissa some other card, some other card that you were going to pitch those two for Magissa, and instead you play this guy, and then you play the Magissa for free. Except now you yep. can break him later to trigger Magissa, also, yep. or just to kill some other guy. But it's literally just a free backup. Like, just seems good mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Absolute big fan. So that that's you know I think this starter deck is looking very very good, mm -hmm. like Agreed. insanely good. And uh, so John, before we get to the spoilers, there were something uh, before the the Opus eighteen spoilers. Um, there were actually some anniversary Final Fantasy seven cards that were spoiled. Like there was the the Pod Cloud with the Amano art, and then oh, the yes, uh, the Sephiroth. Yes. With the uh, the the dark Sephiroth with the mono art, and then there's a um, I guess I guess that's a, a what is that wind card? The that's the Aerith Legend. It's the, oh, it's the Aerith Legend. Okay. The one oh, that, the, the, uh, reduces yeah, the, damage reduces. To your cards, yeah. And then if she's put to the break zone, yeah. Yeah, I had to stare at that one for a second. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on, but yeah. Uh, and John, I don't know where where are these coming from. Uh, I believe those are going to be legacy cards in an upcoming set. Oh, see, dude, I am, I am all four legacy cards being like alt art versions of previous uh, cards like that's what it fucking should be yeah i believe that those are like special edition uh like anniversary type legacy whatever cards i think Dude, that's really really cool in the set that has cloud signature card in it is that like okay. the maybe i'm just speaking out of my ass but i'm pretty sure it's the opus 19 stuff hey and i'm here for it I'm definitely here for it. I think. But, uh, right, because yeah, this, we'll they, they announced Opus 20 also. They did. They did. Dawn with, of a, with, a scion, with a Scion on the... Uh, I don't know which one well, that that's is. That's the they Scion all on the front. So it's Alpha No is on the front, but it's Alpha No from the cutscene introduction to Endwalker. So what's big about this is um, this is the current expansion in Final Fantasy fourteen. So up until now, they've been playing catch-up with like old fourteen characters. Uh, but this would make them current with the MMO, so I think that would actually okay. be like that's enormous for the game, right? For mm -hmm. like just getting people into the FFTCG uh, to mm -hmm. be current and uh, relevant with the existing Final Fantasy fourteen expansion, <laughs> and to have the Absolutely. characters in their newest version. The fact that like they chose an Endwalker shot of Alphano to be the art for this set, I think that this set is. They know exactly what they're doing, dude. They are catering to the 14 player in this set, and that's a smart move. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get to the Opus 18 spoilers. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Resurgence of Power. And we're going to start with, uh, oh, we got a new Zell, but you know, don't, be, don't get too excited. He's a 4CP7K job seat candidate uh, with haste. Uh, when Zell attacks, choose a forward opponent controls. If Zell has 10,000 power or more, deal it 8,000 damage. Um, so how does he get to that? You discard two cards, and Zell gains 3,000 power until the end of the turn. 
Dude, did John. you notice something? I mean, just looking at the three out of these four cards. Dude, four CP7Ks um, are like are like a thing they're doing a lot in this set, seems like. Oh yeah. And I feel bad for this one because it's like, man, we're 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 paying a lot. We're like paying eight CP for this guy. Why could that effect was was it too good for that effect to last like the whole game? Yeah, I, I guess it's like um maybe there's gonna be things that work with him. Alright, so so there's a couple angles here, right? Um mm -hmm. this card is highly comboable. I don't think that they're gonna include anything, honestly, that combos with him because the second angle, this guy's a common. He's got this crazy looking mm -hmm. cool art. Yeah, we're excited to see this That's new Zell, blah blah blah. But he's a common dude. Like this guy actually doesn't have to do too much at all. He already does mm -hmm. way more than a common does. He has three abilities, bro. That's like what? This, like, he's got a lot going on, dude. He's got haste when he attacks. You pick a guy and then he can blow it up, or you get this thing where you can just pump him. Like there's other ways to I, pump your champ here, you know, than just discarding two cards. Um, I, I feel like I, I know, and I, but I feel like I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm just tired of jumping through hoops for eight cards not named Squall to like be oh, worth a oh, second look. Sure, you know I, I mean? like like it's a separate conversation. But absolutely, mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VIII needs more support that is just, like, playable. Uh, this yes. Zell does nothing for Final Fantasy VIII. But yeah. it could? Question mark? Yeah, we well, don't know, right? Um, you're not playing any of the other Zells, so, like, there's room for a Zell right now. Uh -huh. um, but I'm not sold on this guy yet, but we'll see. I still like the old 4CP Zell, the one that can kill a monster. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's, he's he's highly conditional and very, very inefficient if you're not killing a monster with him. But that other effect is just, mm -hmm. like, nothing. It wasn't anything then, and now it's a joke. Um, yeah. So, like, we'll, yeah, I, I agree. See. I agree. That's some nice utility. But unless uh -huh. that Zell is getting some card that's like, okay, all your seed candidates cost one or two less or something like that. Um, uh -huh. I'm not playing that. I'm, I'm trying oh, to play. Cool. The whole point, Chris, is that we want to play a Final Fantasy VIII deck where we don't have to play that Zell, right? Oh, or John, maybe, Zell. maybe we'll get a Headmaster Sid. <laughs> oh God! That stop! Can don't tap tease to me, give brother. us stop, to, to give a seed candidate plus three K for don't the turn. Stop, dude! Don't stop! Don't tease me like oh, that, dude. I, I Did know, you already I see the art that they it. teased for Fujin, dude? It looks so good. There's gonna be a lot oh, of I these. Can't wait. There's gonna be a bunch of original art Final Fantasy VIII cards in this set because even the Gilgamesh, dude. Oh, I can't wait, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But next, we've got a uh, fucking Lord Byron arc over here. <laughs> uh, look at this guy, man, just straight out of fucking Westeros over here. Yeah. Um, got four CP, seven K wind, job warrior of light. Um, uh, he's an EX burst. When arc enters the field, reveal the top five cards of your deck. Add one uh, fire, earth, or water card among them to your hand. Then return the others to the bottom of your deck in any order. If there are four more different elements among forwards you control, the forwards you control gain plus two thousand power. Um, it's fine, right? Like this. I mean, this is probably the arc you play in Warrior of Light decks now. Yeah, like we honestly didn't have a great arc. The five CP arc was a trap. He was a little more conditional, right? Uh, whereas mm -hmm. this guy is like, he's always going to very likely get you something. 
Yeah, uh, this guy still doesn't seem so hot either. He's um, not. He really isn't. Like, this isn't the answer that that, that that deck needed either. No, but we got a Luneth that was the original art last set, and now uh, this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, Which, that Luneth is excellent, by yeah, the way. Man. That guy fucked. Uh, that card fucked. So, like, complete the set, dude. Like, I'm... Uh, Ark was like, yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe uh, the uh -huh. jury the jury's out on this guy completely for me right now because I don't know if they're. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I didn't expect this to be a cycle, so we'll yeah. see what the rest of these look like. Um, uh -huh. If they come out of this set or not, I don't know. But um, mm -hmm. you know, there's room for improvement on the Ark and the Warrior of Light list. Uh -huh. This could be that. Maybe it won't be. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, because on the plus side of all the all the name clash, this is probably the one that improves the most. I think. Yeah, there's definitely like I said, there's there's room for arc. <laughs> there's room yeah. for a new arc. You know, that's we right, are we are currently right. hiring uh, for the position. That's right. That's right. Well, and this next card, John, you know it's gonna rev my engine. We got a new Ash, and uh, John, she is no longer a princess. She is now a queen. She, yes, queen. Yes, Queen. She is a 6CP 9K water forward job queen. Uh, the cost re required to cast Ash is reduced by one for each water backup you control. Uh, so she can be a one drop, I which is great. Card, um, Keep going. Yeah. And EX burst when Ash enters the field, choose one forward until the end of the turn. It loses 2,000 power for each water backup you control. Oh my this god! Fun. This card I like is it. just so efficient, dude. I love this. This, uh -huh. this is a perfect water card. I love everything about uh -huh. it. This is my queen, dude. Yes, this Hail is my to the queen, queen baby. The 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 queen is dead. Long live the queen. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Back up that ash up. Yeah, I'm dude. They, they waited to put this card out, dude, until the queen passed. They were like, okay, it's time. Release mm -hmm. dat ash. That's right. God save the queen over yeah. here. And I, I love this style of art too. So it's, it's, it's an really homage nice to, to see the that. queen, dude. They were like, That's yeah, right. actually, this card looks great. I yeah. love also a full art, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful foil full art. Yes, this and the arc is also a full art, by the mm -hmm. way. So, Enzel. so that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, Enzel, Enzel. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is literally the last... this is a fine dog on fire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh. But uh, the last card is actually a legend where we've gotten. Uh, this is probably the first. Yeah, this is the first legend revealed. Um, for uh, Opus 18, Resurgence of Power. It's a new Gilgamesh, uh, also Sonon, Category right? 8. Whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he's a job. Was it Praetorian? Yeah. 4CP7K, uh, there it is again. Mm -hmm. um, he has haste built in, and when Gilgamesh enters the field, you re may remove any number of cards in your break zone from the game. When you do so, choose one for it of cost uh, equal, or, equal to or less than the number of Jeez, number of elements among them. Oh, Jesus! I gotta read that. I gotta read that again. It's like <laughs> the light, like the word is like the word. Okay. Like, so, Choose Jesus one Christ. forward of cost equal to or less than the number, less of, than elements the number of elements, elements among cards. Then break it. So basically, um, if you remove uh, fire and ice and a water card, you can break a three drop. That's just not good. Uh, no. Then it damage three games <laughs> brave and can attack twice in the same turn. Uh, yeah, Wait I mean, a uh, this guy's a... Dude, <laughs> he's uh, an L. Okay, so so when I read this card the first time, John, I thought it just said 
remove any number of characters and just break a guy equal to the number of cards oh, you removed. I, I no, glossed that would over be a the legend, word. Legend, dude. No. Right. And that's why I was like, what are you talking about? Then when I, like, I had to stop and read this card out loud, this card ain't good at all, you, dude. Like, dude. I what, think it's so funny what am that I your, missing? your brain tripped you up because when you it's, got to my it, brain you actually, shut down. when you were reading it out loud, you were like, wait, number of elements? Among what? Like, wait, what? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Remove, yeah when, so totally you may bad. remove any number of cards in your break zone from the game. When you do so, choose one forward of cost equal to or less than the number of elements among removed cards. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. wants you to have a rainbow discard pile so yeah. that you can get one kill on enter for your four CP. That's hey, how you kill. know. That's how you know it's not good because it just it turned me stupid for a second. It's like, is it strong to be able to haste brave attack twice? Yes. Sure. Is it strong to be able to break something by just removing things from your discard pile? Absolutely. Um, I thought that we had an understanding when I saw the two lightning legends from the last set. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe, dude, you know uh, what would be sick? If there was a rainbow Final Fantasy VIII deck, that would be hot. If there was, like, or, something that enabled it, dude, that would be cool. I'd be here for it. Or, like, what if, like, Fujin and Rajin or whatever, that group from the game, like, count as different elements in the break zone or something? Oh, that'd be cool. Like, um, yeah. Shantoto isn't all elements, you know, when it's in there, but it'd be cool if there was a card that, like, was. Um, I guess this is actually very good with, you know, multi-element stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Like you well, know, I, like it, it's sets, not as we get cards with four elements or some shit, right? Like right. Three yeah, I mean that's true. That is so true. Maybe um, he's looking to the future. So, does, if he removes a dual element card, does that count as two? Yeah, that's two elements. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's not bad. I mean, I, that sounds like such a simple thing to say, but I didn't know if you had to pick one. But uh, yeah, no, no. I mean. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah, I'll put an asterisk next to this guy. I'll, you know, the more I talk it out, you know, I, I'm going from flabbergasted to like, okay. Yeah, like there's, a, I mean, there's a reason that guy's got an L in the bottom of his card. It's a unique yeah. effect and it's powerful. But yep. uh, I think the cost, like what you have to build your deck to look like to get a payoff of this guy, you usually have some very specific payoff you're looking for already when you're yeah. in colors like that. Um, absolutely and you know what it's like funny because one of them is a Gilgamesh it's just Gilgamesh FFBE whose name being different matters so it's just like mm-hmm. um, I don't we'll see like there's room for this guy for sure because it's uh, like like I said in the future when there's like a four element card wow mm-hmm. like wow yeah um, but you know Gilgamesh call me when you're a little older maybe you know when you fill out yeah. that suit you're wearing and yeah. uh, we'll see Exactly. Exactly. And then uh I believe from what I understand, John, card of the week should actually be starting up tomorrow or next week. Uh yeah, and it's gonna At be time sewn of recording. <laughs> yeah. The first so. part of the week will be sewn on. The the one that we we've seen text for and just the Japanese card. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about it last week. Oh, I don't or know if we did, time. but I know we've we've talked I've about it. Like oh maybe when yeah, I think that's what it is. I think we've talked about it like online, but not. Um... Oh yeah, he's the final fan, the, the the category seven character, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, dual element, and he's gonna be in the uh, set. Oh yeah, he's, he's the. <laughs> he sounds so excited. 
Uh, so he's sewn on wow. his four CP forward, eight thousand power, EX burst, job mm. warrior, uh, category seven. Oh, that's back right. attack. You can remove one earth, back up a one lightning, back up you control from the game instead of paying the CP cost to cast sewn on. And then his EX is when he enters the field, choose one forward you control and one forward your opponent controls. You give the former five thousand and the latter minus five thousand power until the end of the turn. So he comes in and he just pumps one of your guys and shrinks one of their guys for a Earth Lightning four CP dual EX yeah, back attack. That, I mean, yeah, I, I think the back attack makes that alternate cost a little bit more appealing. Yeah, um, it doesn't have to maybe. be like an active Earth backup or anything like that either. You just yeah. like remove the backups, um, and that's just kind of like uh, you always have to be worried about this. Yeah, no, he I think that's cool. I think that's and cool. he does a combat trick thing, so that's like it could be a two for one blowout there. Yeah, no, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see that. I guess in the English language uh, coming up here soon. But John, you know. Why are we excited about all of these new up-and-coming sets? Chris, where am I going to um, play these cards, dude? Well, we're going to find out because the end the end game is fucking Tokyo 2023 for fucking worlds. Wait, what? Oh, you heard me. You fucking heard me. 2023? Yeah. Isn't that soon, brother? That's, uh, let me look at my calendar and my figures here. John, that's like a couple months away is 2023. Wait, Chris, you're saying that Worlds is back? Worlds is back? So, wait, so if I'm using my powers of deductive reasoning, Hold John, on, like dude. the ace detective I am, um, if Worlds is back, that means there's got to be a road or a, a, a way to get there. And that's usually through organized play. The trail to Tokyo, dude? Is it the Tokyo Trail? The Tokyo Trail? <laughs> Are we starting no, right now? Dude, no dysentery on this trip. Wait, today do we take our first step? I hope so. I think we did, did right as soon as we found out. I mean, like, yeah, dude. Like, let's, there it is. There it is. Like, we've begun. Uh, so thanks. I mean, join us on this journey. <laughs> Come with us. Yeah. Come with us on the Tokyo it's, Trail. It's it's what we've been waiting for. Like, this is this yeah, is man. what we've been hanging on for this is what the community has been thirsting for and now i think the fact that we now know that the mothership feels we're in a good place to travel again and do this again like the game is it's so many people so many, like who have been just kind of like idly sitting by are like oh wow now i'm excited again um, to a place called tokyo Rio. <laughs> that's where <laughs> i wanna go to play some games with you all. Way down in Tokyo. Off the Bahamas. I love it. Ooh, I want to play it. Down in Tokyo. Come on, boys, we got this. Holy shit. I love it. Oh, I love God. it. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Like we're Don't so steal fucking my excited. Idea, dude. If somebody somebody steals that song, you're in trouble. You can sing oh, it. Oh, they're fucking RV Returners right. TM. That's to right, a place my... called Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh my God, That's dude. Where... That's our world yeah, dude, song, I dude. Wait. I can't wait. Dude, we show up wearing just like in the dead of winter, just wearing like Hawaiian shirts and fucking 
chinos. <laughs> I can't wait. But no, dude, that's really, really exciting. You have I can't wait to see. A chance. My money's on chance. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is so perfect. This this song is just going to evolve, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna have a whole we're, we're gonna do a music video. Me, you, and Adam Duncan. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do the. Video. We'll just record yeah. it on the shores of Hampton Beach. Yes, right, right through that little that little inlet where we were <laughs> that other day. Perfect, dude. It's just where right I want to go to get away from it all, you know. And we'll, and we'll have the action shots of like Adam's <laughs> kid like playing in the sand, <laughs> bodies just in the chilling sand, with dude. his sunglasses on. Exactly. <laughs> I love it, dude. So great, so great. Oh, oh, I can't wait. But like, you know, which we know that you know, we we wonder what the world map, uh, the world map, the road, well, the world map, I guess. But like, what the roadmap is going to look like, I would imagine, John you could probably guess where some of these places are. And I'm pretty certain, I mean, just based on some, you know, I know Lockwood had a tournament that was going to happen. That's been kind of put on the back burner, which makes mm-hmm. me think that it could be one of these at Haven Games. And if I'm just scrolling down, just looking, just trucking across the United States, I'd be willing to bet we're going to stop somewhere at like Legendary Wolf Games, you know, because well, they I mean... always put on a... On- <laughs> Yeah, it's well, like because they also they always put on an awesome fucking show, right? So why why wouldn't you go there? Well, I'm just thinking of like basically re-raise locations are probably prime candidates, right? I think these places yeah, were just being the most it's, sense. It's no secret these places were being kind of like soft primed <laughs> or kind of like soft tested for yeah. um for if things came back next year. So yeah, I, I yes. bet anybody who ran a nice, successful event who wanted, who was interested in running it back, uh, is probably a location that we could hope to see on, you know, a list. I think that the yeah. only kind of confirmation we got was that um, we would be hearing by early next year, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Like, I would love to see something over here. You know, maybe either you know, Gamers Heaven, you know, Game Theory. Um, which we'll talk about here in a little bit uh, soon because that's kind of our main topic. But like, you know, there there's a lot of great venues. Um, hey, look, I'm just down for you know. I'm happy to take anything on the East Coast. We had Boston yeah. a while back. You know, that's cool. Oh I'll man, I'd love to see Boston again. Fucking forget mm-hmm. about it. Forget about it, dude. Yeah, my I'm brethren trying. in the Northeast. See, I'm still. I haven't forgotten about you guys. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what the roadmap looks like. Uh, that way, you know, hopefully, we'll, hopefully mm-hmm. we get it sooner or as soon as possible, right? So, because we want to be able to make those travel plans, we want to we want to create our own map. We want to know where we're going to go. Because, like, I know I'm not going to be able to go to all whatever's on the West Coast. I'm not going to be able to go to. You know, I know that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and what are, is it just going to be Crystal Cups, or are we going to have like LQs or store championship type events? Like, I wonder what the trickle down is going to look like. Because mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I don't necessarily only want to see like five Crystal Cups and then war, Nats and Worlds, right? Like, I want to see some LQs. I want to see some store championships. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see all of these ideas kind of culminate like in this awesome season, right? Like run store level events with like those community cup style OP kits where the winner gets, you know, winner gets a Nats invite, you know, like to me, when you have, when you have a game that's as good as this, you would want your nationals to be as fucking packed as possible. You want as many bodies in there as you can. Mm -hmm. So 
give as many opportunities as you can, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I want to see this culmination of all these different lower level ideas just create this really awesome season where you can you don't have to plan three months in advance to travel across the country to maybe get a shot at Nats. Or I mean, obviously, I think Crystal Cup should be the big one where the prize should be like, hey, you're going to Worlds, right? Like that or something, right? That should be the thing. But, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I, I liked... I had no problem with our qualification system previously, except that I would make uh-huh. more spots. So I would maybe have some kind of uh, points system or a best finish limit of some kind. or Something, right? Uh, I would have just like, like you said, more opportunities. Uh, wasn't the first Nats like 200 players or something? I know that it was open and they I sold believe tickets, so. but I think it was 200 uh-huh. players. So it's never been that large since. I mean, I would just be happy to get back to a number like that, you know, maybe open. That yeah. opens, I think, another something like 80 invites. Mm-hmm. Which I think is great, and I think that's how it should be. So we'll see. We will see. I'm, you know, we'll see what goes on. You know, I, I the one thing I hope that it isn't, I hope it's just not more of the same. I want to see some kind of improvement on, on anything. and Because it wasn't perfect. Was it fine? Yes. But I think we've had some time to really sit and think about it. Dude, I was and ready I for it, the, the way it was going to come out. Like, the Crystal Cups we were about to have, where Draft was going to be mm-hmm. like a big like cube. Remember, All-Star mm-hmm. Cube was going to be part of it? Like, Dude, uh-huh. I think that we were staring down the barrel of some well-thought-out improvements, and I'm hoping that they've only had time to just kind of solidify some of that. Right, right, exactly. Just time to make it make that idea even better. So we'll see. We will definitely see. I am really, really excited to see, you know, what shakes loose there. Um, but, John, more immediately, you know, we want to talk about, like, very well-run tournaments. Well, we just fucking had oh, one wow. this past weekend. And mm-hmm. we're going to segue right into our main topic here. And that's, of course, the Esper Series Tri-Top Cup, which, of course, John, what we love to do here in RVA, and I said it on stream as soon as we started, we love to start these event series and then just not fucking finish them. We're just going <laughs> to go on to the next. Yeah, somebody said something to me. Um, uh, you know, everybody always loves to to share their ideas. Somebody's just like, yo, you guys should do like a, like an invitational at the end or something, and 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 all. The, and I go, look, you know, uh, that's really it's it's fun to think about something like that, but it's considering that like this would be the third time we created an invitational series and never invited anybody to anything. Like, I hesitate to attach anything to this. Let's just let it be its own uh, happy event. Yes. And if this event is run well, we will do another happy event. Uh, that is similarly disconnected from everything except this event. <laughs> so, yeah, the Esper Pretty series, uh, there, there's no gimmick to it. It's just I'm running events at Game Theory sometimes that are going to be worth uh-huh. coming to, trust me. And that's my uh, my little badge of uh, approval so you know that it's me kind of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, the RVA Returners, uh, we have really honed our TOing chops for the last uh-huh. few years. We've been, do- we've been doing it for a long time. Like yeah. we've been doing, it, you know, it, even the humble, you know, I, John, I remember the first tournaments we did in Richmond. I, all those crazy prizes you would see, I paid for 
all of that shit out of my pocket. That's like, how it just starts, like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, cause I wanted people to come and have a good time and get some kind of value. You know, like, like when I say I pay, like there was no, I didn't, we didn't have a Patreon. We didn't have a mm-hmm, stream. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I'm going to take my money and just literally just give it to people. Right. Mm-hmm. But do it in a way that people want to come back and more. And, and I, it, 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 I don't want like a fucking, Oh, look at this guy. I just wanted the game to survive. I wanted people to have tournaments that they could go to because like the OP was kind of sparse. It was very spread out that, you know, that mm-hmm, first year. Mm-hmm. So like we wanted people to, and we, we got better at it as we went along and, you know, Adam started doing the streaming and we, you know, we kind of honed our commentary craft, which we got to dust off uh, for this past event. So, and like I thought, you guys that, you are know, great, just, by the way. Oh, you, but like, John, it's just kind of a testament to, you know, to what you've done since kind of coming into the well, fold thank you, man. that you, you've taken, you, you know, it, this isn't you. Final Fantasy trading card game was not your first rodeo. So you, you're well averse in the culture mm-hmm. and what it takes to run a good tournament. So you, you had, you had the qualifications long before that, but you, you've taken what we have done and just perfected it. Like that's just the best way to put it. You've, you've perfected it. And this tournament might be, and, and I'm not, you can say it's a biased opinion, but I think other than like the ghost repairs, which you can't have a Final Fantasy event without a ghost repair, like this tournament was so smooth. It was quick. Everybody had an awesome time. Like there's no drama. Like there's literally no drama, John. It was perfect. The event was fucking perfect. Yeah, I mean, you, nailed like it. you those... fucking nailed it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, there have been times where I've very much and very publicly not nailed it, which have helped lead to this <laughs> to this event going yeah. so well. But um, yeah, man, it's a it's a kind of thing where we plan things very meticulously and very specifically mm-hmm. in a way that guarantees success as long as we follow the plan. And um, mm-hmm. that's just something that is not only experience and time, but just a great team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adam Duncan is a hell of a event organizer and planner. Uh, yeah, we, we should not when it comes discount to tournaments. anything that Adam Duncan done. Like Adam Duncan was like the ghost partner in all of this, like getting the play mats. What a what a champ! Yeah, and like you said, dude. Um, when you talk about like the stuff coming out of your pocket, like you know, there's mm-hmm. definitely still an element of that. Like, yeah, we we have the support from you guys, and that's what let us or let's what lets us sorry scale up Uh right that's what lets us give everybody a a goodie bag entry that's what lets us give every single person a raffle entry and good prizes to the top end because people give us stuff to give away we put our Uh own into it i mean we get dice made we get play mats made because we think it'd be cool and uh you know adam duncan got extra of the playmats made this time so if you're listening or reaching out i know i've already heard from a bunch of people um as soon Uh as his boots are back on american soil he is on a very well-earned uh vacation on a cruise right now with the he's on the lorcana underground cruise yeah um when his boots are back on american soil we will get the post up um, for people who want to maybe get their hands on one of those playmats who weren't able to make it, we had extras mm-hmm. made. Um, but yeah, man, it basically just it's uh, the tournament is not only a culmination of the effort I've put in or anything that we've done over the last two years, but it's also a culmination of all lessons learned from everything that you guys have done before. Um, and you know what it is, Chris, is when we've done all that stuff, we've built this reputation and we've built this community, and they knew mm-hmm. that they could come out and have a good time, and it's like. 
That is, and they did. They're so sure of that that you can get people like Lord Byron to come down from the craggy mountains of the north to, uh, <laughs> you know, off of his throne to participate. You can have Adam Lane come out and just do commentary because he's told uh-huh. to for an entire day and just crush it because that magnetism, uh-huh. like you said to me earlier when we were talking about it kind of before the, the podcast, that magnetism uh-huh. of like 2019 of just everybody being there together again was there. Uh-huh. In fact, was it like while we were waiting for um, like the final round or for Top Cut to be announced or something, I like came back into the camera room and then it was like all of the returners were just back there. It was like you and Adam were watching the thing, but like watching over your shoulder as you guys were talking was like Danny Diaz and Adam Duncan and Austin Archer and like, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, Dan Kirk was going back there. Like Tannis and like Ron and Colin, everybody was just around and popping into the back room. And I, first of uh-huh. all, I loved that like every returner just kind of understood this was just like we were running an event at Jersey's. Like, go ahead and go back there and like mess yeah. with the boys. Like, you know, just like the old times. Let's hear like, about the boys. Yeah, I never had to give them any lip. And I think what's so funny is that like nobody who didn't belong back there tried to like go back there and mess stuff up. Like, it was literally just like, yeah. Um, it was exactly like running those old tournaments, Chris. It was just in a different spot. You know, it still felt like you had uh-huh. that funny little back room, you know, where the, like you said on the stream, I thought it was so funny. You're like, hey, we might, <laughs> you laughed with like the, the internet hiccup or something and you go, hey, look, yeah, we might not have the worrying TV or the kettle for the dog, but we do have the old ceiling cord <laughs> coming yes. down here. <laughs> you, you're basically like, let's just like, uh, let's like make something clear right now. It's not all perfect over here, okay? That's right. We, we, we haven't forgotten where we came from. <laughs> That's right. Our, our camera is very much being held up by a free Pokemon cardboard standee. <laughs> right. And we are deploying, I believe I called it on Facebook, multi-dollar sun-blocking technology. With oh, our, that's right. Our cardboard standees, dude. That is, that is multi-dollar uh, high-tech technology. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just one of those where... Was I running around like crazy? Yes. Was it still, like, easy? Yes. And that's only because, yeah. like, the players were so nice to each other and kind and well-behaved. And I think part of that is because everybody just was, like, already happy from the moment they entered the door because they got a bag of free stuff and they were playing breaky with each other. Which, by the way, was oh a hit. Um, drawing yeah, a bag of breaky in every bag was just such a wonderful last-minute decision. The bodies, the bodies that were claimed. I can't believe that one player was bringing like more than thirty kills between like two keys only to us. And I was like, just give this guy packs, just hand him the pack. That guy's a ringer. That guy is a break key ringer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we basically for those who don't know, on the stream on Wednesday nights, we play a little game called Break Key, which is a game Upper Deck made in two thousand three, where you twist two plastic keys together, and one of them just will randomly shatter, and the other one wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is just quick, easy, stupid, silly, messy fun. And we decided to give every player five keys. And then I just kind of made an announcement that was like, bring me the skulls of 20 keys and we'll give you a prize. We were just giving out packs all day uh, for anybody who was bringing us like a stack of kills. So um, that was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun <laughs> just watching people go around cracking those. 
Dude, it was so great. It was absolutely great. You know, we, me and uh, me and Adam Dor Adam Duncan curated a, uh, a a break key exhibition for those who didn't know how to play. That was you know, so we, funny, dude. And we we talked about part where you, he talked about like how break key separates us from animals. Like because <laughs> yes. humans are like forward strategic critical thinkers, and, like and like only we can enjoy break key. I was dying, dude. It was so funny. Dude. Dude, I was having a hard time keeping a straight face while I was talking to him about that. I was just like, eh. "Dude, you guys Fucking are so, so funny." Yeah, dude, it's it's an emotional game. It's a, you know, it's it's you know, there's just that, that human element to it. So, <laughs> but like I was saying, it was easy for me because it's like you guys were just on top of the stream and didn't really need mm-hmm. my help except for like some quick fire questions every once in a while mm-hmm. when I pop back. Like, like Ryan did an excellent job judging dude and dude, mostly shout out that to room mr by galloway himself, dude i mean i was there to help and support but uh-huh. mostly handled that room by himself um players just like got it you know we gave them match slips so they just went up to the counter and turned them in game theory uh-huh. staff were kind and excellent and so just like accommodating and happy to do whatever uh-huh. i needed and help me out all day long which i was happy and so thankful for um yeah, man, it, it was just easy. I just had to basically just keep going around and make sure everybody was giving me thumbs up. Yeah. And that's all it was, dude. Yeah, so, like, one big thumbs up. It, dude, and it's crazy that we've spent pretty, we haven't even talked about the tournament yet. We've just <laughs> talked about how great the experience was. And I don't think there was a sad person in the entire room. Yeah, man, it's just, um, I mean, if there was, they kept it to themselves. I haven't heard about yeah. anything. I made a post on the Facebook page that was like, please let me know if you have feedback or anything, and like, it's literally uh-huh. no comments. And I'm like, man, thank God, because no news is good news kind of thing. You know, like, like Absolutely. people would be like, it's ridiculous how this and that, or this judge did this, or, you know, this player, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I didn't hear about any cheats on stream or anything uh-huh. like that. Um, no nothing. Yeah, I mean the no no crazy drama. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we had like two or three speed bumps, and they because you know speed bumps are just there to make sure you don't go too fast. And yeah, a couple uh, of ghost repairs, which we we didn't even like. John, John we didn't know about it. We didn't know about it until like well after the time. We're like, oh, there was a repair. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, cool. because we didn't technically tell players the pairings were ready and then repair them, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that we did it on tabletop.to is a little bit more technologically forward than things are typically mm-hmm. with the, and you're allowed to see things in real time online. So as mm-hmm. the staff, um, staff were hastily pairing the next round when maybe some players still wanted to drop and players, mm-hmm. you know, who weren't indicating it on their slip or something, they're just kind of coming up later. So what would happen mm-hmm. is they'd like put the round together and then somebody would go over and be like, well, hold on, I want to drop. So then you have to drop that person out and then you have to kind of like redo it because it's not fair. Okay. So uh, anytime that I told players the pairings were up on their phone, like they were the right ones, basically. Um it's just that sometimes they look ahead of me telling them. Like, actually, towards the back half of the tournament, players have gotten so good at the flow that I would pick mm-hmm. up the thing and just be like, uh, well, I see that all of you are already in your seats, but the pairings are up for the next round, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there was one round where Ryan was like, do we even put these up? Because everybody was already sitting down by the time we got them printed That's off. So and I said, well, yeah, we should just put them up anyway, because sometimes after the round, people like to come over and see, like, where everybody was or, like, who where their friends are or who they need to check. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's still an important uh, piece of the, the tournament scenery is to have this on the wall here. 
But yeah, well, that, you know, you got to figure out, oh, well, I'm here this round. Can I, that's a win. And then, you know, you, you got to start doing that tiebreaker math. Yeah. But players were quick, dude. Our turnaround time was snappy. It, it was a fast event. Like, I mean, it was, you know, eight hours, nine hours, roughly. Yeah, for six rounds of Swiss and a full top cut. Yeah, and then we fired a complete side event, too, where we gave out a... Yeah, uh, local, and, and you had locals. You yeah. had locals going on, too. Yeah, we fired a four-round locals, 16 players. Yeah. Yeah, as a side event. And there was a cube that went off while that happened. So there was an eight-man cube, top eight, and a 16-man locals. So half the tournament stuck around for the entire event just to play all the way to the mm-hmm. end and then go out to Linwood, dude. I love yeah. that. It was um, a great weekend, and, and again, like and John, like you said, it started. It started out with a bang. You, you get handed a fucking Dillard's bag full of just you get a play just for showing up, John. Just for showing up, you got a playmat, two packs of Opus Seventeen, a pack of Break Key, a slathering of promos, uh, some cool stickers, some custom dice exclusive mm-hmm. to the event, and a raffle ticket to get even more awesome shit. That's yeah. just for showing up. Everybody got that uh, during the player meeting. And thank you, Chris, for running around handing this out to everybody during the player meeting. Oh, no problem, dude. Mm-hmm. And like, what, what was what was the entry fee? Twenty five. Twenty five bucks. That 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 the playmat alone is worth twenty five bucks. Every I mean, one could argue the break key packs are priceless. Um, <laughs> those are from two thousand three, like, so those are actually vintage collectibles. Okay, they are. They are. Um, and uh, well, you think the packs are eight dollars, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to think that there was uh, definitely good, you know, more than enough good value. Yeah, and not to, and John. Not only was the tournament itself like the the actual like the the aesthetics, the you know, just everything about the tournament. We actually had a really got solid tournament with a lot of fucking killers in the room. Oh, yeah, Sam Cool, Sam Prime, Hunter Nance, William Lowe, Gabe. Gabe out of retirement, Nick Chanel, Dylan Strabi. Who else do we have? Colin Coughlin, Ron popping off. You had Alistair showing his stuff at, to people from outside the region for the first mm-hmm. time. He is a local terror. I know. So you had him in as the drip god in the, the finals. Dude, yeah. Muhammad better watch out. There's some. There's somebody with flashier rings in the game now, dude, sir. Jim Doolittle you and your ring game up. up. And Jim fucking showed up, dude. Absolutely taking it all the way to finals. You got the Raleigh locals are not to be messed with. I think in the top cut, literally, was like Alistair, Alex Tesmer, Hunter Nance, and Will Lowe. Lowe. Yeah, so half of the Mm -hmm. top cut. And then, yeah, Nick Schnell. Yeah, dude, you come here, and the the boys are going to make it hard for you to take that win away. That's for sure. Yep, and then we had a couple, you know, again, a couple returners in, in the top eight. You had Ron making top eight with Samurais, and you had Alex making uh, top four with Avalanche. Yeah. So, so it was nice. It was nice to see, you know, the homies come, and uh, like it was a very diverse top eight too, John. Which, of course, you know, big shout outs to William Lowe, the man formerly known as LT One Five G. Now he's just the pasta maniac. I don't know if that'll <laughs> stick. But it's gonna much like the pasta. I don't know if it's gonna stick. But uh, you just got to throw it out the fridge and see, Chris. You know, it's the only yeah. Way. We got to just you know, like a wet piece of bologna. We just got to okay. see if it sticks. But uh, uh, he won with uh, Mono Fire, like the Mono Fire spells, Magista deck, deck, which was yeah. really cool. Him and, uh, yep. him and Fire. Him and Hunter uh, took yeah. out the top eight at the Pennsylvania re-raise. Mm-hmm. And then they both ran it back and took it to top eight and to victory here at yeah. the Esper series. Yeah, and um, Will 
honestly, like, well, he showed up maybe two minutes before the tournament started. I, we were literally like, is Will Lowe coming to this tournament? I had said, oh, yeah, he showed up five minutes before the tournament started. And somebody corrected me. They're like, it was way less than five minutes before it started. <laughs> it was like that we are printing out the pairings or something. And he showed up with That's his so college-ruled deck list, dude. dude that, he I'm... knew what he was all about, man. Dude, if you watch the stream and you go into round three, and I'm Adam's like, here's the list, and I start going through them, and I like the, my reaction when I see William Lowe's list, <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck is this? Dude, it's so funny. Like, it because, was so like, funny. If I had handed you that stack of deck lists and said, pick the most unique one here, you would have pulled that out, and boom, you would have had the winner. Um, oh, immediately. Yeah. So I was like, what is this? Like, that is the mark of like somebody who is just making it in here by the seat of his fucking pants. Dude, I was dying when you put the fucking A plus on it and handed oh it to Ryan. God. And then Ryan came back from it from it with the players and he goes, Will has a PhD, so he's used to A pluses. Dude, I was dying. It was so funny. Well, dude, and I love that the once again the paper that I marked ended up being the fucking big winner, right? I was like, oh, there it is. A plus. It's like whatever you have is the opposite of what Adam Duncan has. Dude, well, it's so funny because Adam Duncan said Juju on all of our dude, teammates, dude. Bubble boys. Dude, I'm telling you. He fucking does it every time. But uh, there were a lot of really neat decks in the event, John. We had, you know, top eight was actually super diverse. We had what? The two mono fire decks. We had Avalanche. Uh, we had, was it two twins decks? Uh huh. Three color twins, uh, so with Radio. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and then we had um, Lightning Earth, light, Earth, Earth Lightning, um, Samurais, Samurai. mm -hmm. and I think that's it. Uh, Samurai, one, two, two Mono three, Fire, Two Twins, Avalanche. Oh, uh, no, Kieran. Nick's Kieran. Does. Oh, yeah, fucking Nick Chanel with like the. With Whoopsies, the Kieran. Yeah. yeah, yeah very, very neat. <laughs> Now that's what I call Kieran, Volume One. Yeah, oops, all four drops. Yeah, no, that's what that's I call right. Kieran exactly. Yeah, he had that deck where he was doing that very, very cool thing with um, where where you basically have six different forwards that can get lock on turn one, and then you play mm -hmm. lock in the backup that can name a type of a card. Mm hmm. And then you just name backup, and then uh, he flips through your deck to get you the only other backup in the deck, which is Cosmos. So then you have mm -hmm. all your colors online off two backups, and everything is either a four drop or a Kieran drop. And so you Ooh. just uh, windmill slam Kieran, and then you just try to daisy chain. You combo into like Renoa, into Celteus, into whatever, you know, go down. Sid and yeah. And um, it's very, very explosive, and it's very mm -hmm. Nick. And mm -hmm. I love that Nick just will get in a top eight with his total own brew, like in a way that mm -hmm. Nick Schnell only could. Yep, absolutely. So it was a fun time. Alex oh, All right, yeah, dude. That's, that's the thing, man. That chest, dude. Dude, Avalanche has the the one forward that's like that lock's not sticking around. <laughs> yeah, wedge thumbs up, thumbs up, up, dude. Every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Wedge was like, dude, Wedge just like literally just finished eating, and then he got to the place, and they were like, "Yo, we're all going out for dinner." And Wedge just kind of looked down, and he's like, "Well, I could eat." <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly, like, dude. There, there ain't no time that's wrong for food for Wedge. Jeez. <laughs> Well, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get a little something, like you know, at least give me like an okay. egg roll or something if you're going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get I'll just get my I'll finish strong with something sweet. <laughs> oh my god. 
But yeah, dude, what a great event! Feel go back and watch the uh, all nine hours of it are available on the on the Twitch channel. Fucking check that shit out, man! It was a good tournament with great matches, and we we got we were able to finagle like feature match 2.0 in there by just when they had matched, we did quick. We were just like slide the fuck down, dude. Our 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 technology, our multi dollar stream setup knows no bounds, dude. We had the rail mats installed. That's okay. right. Fuck the rail camera, dude. We had the rail mats installed. Where all they just slid up and down the table. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. That's the trick. Yeah, when the match is over, hey, you at table two, slide the fuck down. <laughs> I don't care if you're mid turn. Slide down. You're on stream now. No, I was like, I don't want to disrupt your turn. But what I do do, what I do want to do is pause this game and slide your play mat down. And dude, what the funny thing is like. Uh, I was like, we want to move them over there. And I think Ryan was like, okay. And he starts picking up the guy's break zone and something else. He goes, I'll pick this up. You pick that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? And he goes, what? I just picked up the playmats from table one. And I just slid the playmat over from table two. And he's like, oh, that there works. And I'm like, game state preserved, brother. Just, yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Watch me make a perfect copy of the game state at table two. There it is. Yeah, it was, Absolutely. Uh, you know, it worked out, so we could fill some of that air, dude. I, You know I hate that air. Dude, I hate it so much. And thankfully we had, again, like I said, even there were times when we had a bunch of quick matches between the player interviews, the break key. Like, it was just a great celebration of game and community. Um, and that's, it was it was dude, a perfect weekend. Everybody noticed. That's all I'll say. Um, yeah. The community noticed. The players noticed. The store noticed, the owner noticed, uh -huh. and, you know, the powers that be noticed, dude. All right? We, uh, you know, we had a good time, and it was good, clean fun. Went off without a hitch. Everybody was happy. Um, and Doesn't get much I, better than that. Yeah, man. I can only hope that it affords us the opportunity to do it again for you sometime soon. Yeah. And I mean, shit, John. I don't think I don't think there's a better way to to sign us off than that. Like we, it's a labor of love, and we can't wait to do it again. That's right, dude. We'll be here uh, tinkering and toggling with our setup for the next one for you. Yeah, but in the meantime, John, we got to get in a fight shape. Push it to the limit. Maybe. That's right. We got to get our coconut drinks and get out to Tokyo. <laughs> get on down to Tokyo. Tokyo. That's, That's where, where the winners go. go. Oh, the winners go. Huh? <laughs> I'll see you, Bahamut. Gotta think. I, I gotta think dude, of the next. I gotta so think of the funny, next. Dude. Yeah, we're we're gonna be in that. That's the tank that we're gonna be in. That's right. We're, this we're is the make meta we need to video. crack, dude. So let me tell you about the boy. <laughs> oh man, right. I love it. Well, until next time, guys. Bye bye. Oh my god, girl, you're gonna feel a little prick. <laughs> bye bye thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more you can head on over to rvareturners.com
There's a place called Tokyo That's where I wanna go And play some games with you all Cubing on demand Powerful cards sitting in my hand And we'll be jamming fun games With great players from across the land down in Tokyo Lua, Althea, ooh, I wanna play you with Hatenza, Bahamut, come on, don't cast Hobbit, Montero, Shantoto, and I wanna play you down in Tokyo. We'll crown a champ and they'll pick a promo. That's why we wanna go to worlds in Tokyo. I want to see. That Kageyama speech We'll spend all your testing And to perfect deck chemistry Picking tech cards to try A little bit of net decking Afternoon we fight Cocktails and cojones nights and the plus ones on the side get a competitive contact high. Way down in Tokyo, Althea, ooh, I wanna play you with Tatanzan, Bahamut, come on, don't cast Hobbit, Antiro, Shantoto, ooh, I wanna play you down in Tokyo. We'll crown a champ and they'll pick a promo. That's why we wanna. Two worlds in Tokyo. Barrett, we're slamming. Now Avalanche is jamming. Everybody knows worlds will be great in. So if you want to go and try to play for it all Go fall for Tokyo Lua, Althea, ooh, I wanna play you with Hatenzin, Bahamut Come on, don't cast Hobbit, Montero, Shantoto Ooh, I wanna play you down in Tokyo We'll crown a champ and they'll pick a promo That's 